Welcome back to Generation Zedia. We're so excited to get back into all things media and pop culture for our generation. Please welcome my co-host for this episode, Chronicle Multimedia Editor Dan Pasapera. Hello, thank you for inviting me. So you brought it up. Let's talk about Harry and <laughs> Meghan. I think people love them even more than they love William and Kate. I mm-hmm. think that's plain and simple. They are very much Diana's descendants. Just seem so much more genuine than William and Kate are, but I think that's only necessarily because they're no longer under the thumb of the royal family. They're no longer working royals, so they don't have to follow all these rules. And so I think that gives them a lot of liberties to do what they want. And I think that just makes them seem much more likable as people. Oh yeah! As soon as they disassociated themselves with their royal titles, um, all the all that that entailed, um, you know, the Oprah interview was something that really stuck out to me. Um, them moving to Canada on their own, um, and you know, and even despite all that, they kind of show how good they are of people when they came back when Elizabeth passed. I mean, they were already in England when she passed, mm. which they obviously is his grandmother. He's gonna go yeah, see his course. grandmother who just died. I just think it's really interesting that Charles has denied his grandchildren, Archie and Lilibet, the right to the titles that they are supposed to be given when he becomes the monarch. And from what I've heard, a lot of it is about slowing down the monarchy, making sure there's less working royals. But at this point, it seems like they're not going to be working royals regardless. Like, why can't they have their titles? Like, Harry and Meghan still have all their titles. They just don't work for the royal family anymore clear favoritism for william's children obviously there is some natural favoritism there because they are the descendants for the throne george will be on the throne one day but it just feels even more disingenuous that charles is doing this to his grandkids like it definitely makes him more unlikable it's like he's taking like why take it out on kids they did not do anything to you and as charles of someone who has historically you know as is portrayed or even word of mouth, um, has always felt underappreciated in the family should, you know, he should know better. You would think he would know better. Um, but, you know, I guess guess I'm giving him too much credit on that part. And unfortunately, I think race plays a huge role in that because 100%. Megan is a bi- biracial woman. And there was that comment from the Oprah interview that someone asked how dark Archie would be when he was born, which, holy crap, like, imagine hearing that from someone in your immediate family. That's so disturbing. But not only are we seeing this racism from the royal family themselves, we're seeing it in the media. Like, literally anything Meghan does is scrutinized so heavily compared to Kate, a woman in the same level of power. After Elizabeth's funeral, there's a shot of Meghan crying. And they're like, oh, that's her money shot. Like, she's just acting. And yes, she is an actor. But that is her husband's grandmother that just died. And, like, if normal people out in the street can be crying about Elizabeth dying, why can't she be crying? You know, American media has is always, you know, it's always been crazy. Like, TMZ is just kind of, like, the one that, in my opinion, doesn't really have standards. I feel like British tabloids, British press is like TMZ, but, like, on steroids. And yes. they will... It's insane to me how they pick apart just like you could literally just be like Megan. You could just walk down the street and they will criticize you. They will take pictures. They will find any embarrassing moment to try to just, you know, try to find the scoop, try to expose you. And, And it's totally unfair to her. She can't even breathe in her family dynamic and she can't even breathe in public. It's it's absolutely absurd that someone as nice as her as someone who 
is trying to have a good family dynamic, try to help Harry, try try to be there for everybody, is just not getting the respect that she deserves. And it's so much of a mirror to what happened with Diana in the 90s. We're seeing the press hound her just as much as they hounded Diana. And even Harry has said this. He doesn't want Meghan to die like his mother did. And that is so devastating to have to think about. His mother was killed in a ch- like street chase with the press. Well, if you believe that. But <laughs> regardless, that's horribly traumatic. And it's just perpetuating his trauma. And even though he isn't like a person like we would think of like the people we know in our lives... He deserves that same protection. He deserves that same respect. 100%. And kind of just on this topic, you know, Diana, in her interviews, she has mentioned, you know, trigger warning, but thoughts of suicide uh, because of the royal family. And so did Meghan Markle. And I think, you know, those two specifically was kind of just like, whoa, you know, not that I didn't believe Diana, but it's kind of hard to, I guess, ignore the fact that two people... And, you know, are, are saying this stuff. And it's kind of just like, when is the British media, the British public, the royal family, when, if, if ever, if, when are they going to wake up? When are they going to be not even sentimental, but when are they actually going to care about the problems that are actually happening? Espe- especially with race. Like, in, you know, a family full of rich white people that are so privileged, they were just born into it. You still expect better, especially when they are a reflection of you as a country. But I mean, I think that also goes back to the royal family, the current royal family. Obviously, through history, things change, but the royal family has a lot of issues when it comes to race and prejudice and stuff like that. Prince Philip, the husband of the past Queen of England, was related to Nazis. His sisters were Nazis. Not only that, Edward VIII, the king before Elizabeth's father, was a Nazi. He fully conspired with the Germans to try and take over England so he could be king again. That's been covered up. It obviously, in recent years, it's come out and people have talked about it, but ultimately for a long time, we didn't know that. It was hidden for a long time and it should not have been. They've made great lengths to make sure that never popped up ever in history because they know, they know what it's like to have that tied to them. It's just an issue that's gonna settle over Charles even though he had nothing to do with it. I think all of these issues are going to end up being put on Charles because people don't like him as a person already. So all of these issues that the royal family has dealt with, the racism, the Nazism, like all of these things are going to end up being put on him when he didn't do it. He's just the heir to it. You want your leaders to succeed. You don't want the downfall of them. Even though when Queen Elizabeth died, the sentiment on Twitter and just social media was like, it was quite the most insane day for memes I think I've ever seen in my life. But at the end of the day, you want to have a leader that represents your country succeed to who represents you. And I do agree that there's a lot of those aspects that will probably fall on Charles' shoulder, as it did with Elizabeth. And yeah, as it did I think Elizabeth, so we saw a lot of that when she died. Mm-hmm. When the Irish in particular and other countries that England colonized over the years were celebrating the Queen's death because she still is a figurehead in those countries. And I think a lot of people being outraged by that were just like clutching their pearls because like this is a symbol of years and years of oppression, death, and traumatization for a lot of people in these countries. And I think it's important that we respect that that happened, but at the same time understand what a figurehead she is and what a significant moment her passing was 
shout out. Uh, I actually wrote about this in the Chronicle. Um, how will the Queen be remembered? You know, I touched upon many of this. And, you know, as as of right now, it looks like the latter as in, you know, everything that predated her, especially the colonization, especially just, you know, even inside the family dynamics um, kind of, you know, I, I know it's supposed to be standard, you know, with the church in England and everything. But, you know, the history of marriages, you know, race, as you mentioned, it might always outweigh, even though in her heart she was probably trying to do the right thing, it will probably always outweigh that sentiment. And I think... The same could be said for Charles as well. I, I understand the royal family, just like any family, they, they try to adapt. They, for what it's worth, you may not believe it, but maybe they, you know, they're trying to better themselves. But there is just always, they're always going to have that trail behind them. And you just can't erase that. Even though as hard as they try to erase their own trail, they try to be blind to it. Someone's going to always find out. Yeah, like any family, they have their issues. It's just their issues are a little bit different <laughs> than, say, your eyes family issues. I don't think we've ever had to worry about losing India to <laughs> democracy. I don't have to worry about my yacht getting decommissioned. They're, they're, yeah, their family issues are just not the same as everyone else's. So obviously we've talked a lot about the royal family, their issues, and what we like about how they're portrayed on the screen, but at the end of the day, they're just a fixture of our culture regardless of how we think of them. So I've really enjoyed having you on this episode. Uh, I think we've had some really great conversations. King Charles may not like it, but I think we had a good conversation. Thank you for having me. And now I'm going to go home and watch all seasons of The Crown again over for the third time through. I completely support you in that endeavor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Generation Zedia. We'll see you after the break and have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.